everyone. Welcome to the Success Codes podcast. I'm your host, Melinda Van Fleet. And wait till we dive into this episode. I am so excited. I have an amazing guest today, and she has a beautiful bio. But honestly, I don't color in the lines. And considering this is my own business online mentor since August of 2022, I would rather just speak from the heart about her really quick, not waste any time, and then put her bio in the show notes so you can read all about her if you want to read more about her and connect. So this is Kathy Howard. Welcome. I'm so excited. Yes, thank you so much for being here. I have learned so much from Cassie over the past year and a half and continuing to learn from Cassie. I have mentioned her many times before on my podcasts over the past, let's say, year. And I really contribute my um, success online in terms of growth, in terms of learning about things like Money Pathways, learning more about Instagram, learning more how to sell in emails to Cassie. So I'm just over the moon excited to have her here. And we have some big topics to discuss today. Big topics that I have some experience in, but Cassie has more experience in, and I would love her insight to help other people on some of these journeys because these are some topics that I don't feel are really covered very well online and really a lot of reasons why some people get stuck or quit <laughs> and these things can be really helpful. So I'm just going to kick it right in, okay? <laughs> So the first thing we're going to talk about is pivoting your business. So Cassie is the master. I feel like you're like the OG of pivoting your business. <laughs> in, in terms of, I feel like you've pivoted three times, two or three times from. At least. Yeah, at least. Yeah. <laughs> so I have found that it's actually more challenging than I uh, thought it would be in full transparency. When I went from being in sales as a multi-million dollar sales rep to shifting to online for coaching, it's been a longer road, a lot more things to work through. Um, and I would love for you to just kind of riff on that and share some of your experience and you can kind of take it from here. I think the biggest thing for me when it comes to the the pivot, we'll just call it the pivot, is you just, you feel like something is not a hundred percent. So like you can get into something and you love it and you love it for however long. And then there's a moment where you're like, I don't hate it, but I don't love it the way I used to love it. So I feel like there's something needs to change. And in some cases it's a small pivot. It's just a small little tweak that you make and then everything's amazing again. And other times it's no, I need to actually completely scrap this and do a whole other thing. So my, my first time doing that was when I was in the like, couponing frugal living kind of industry and I did that for about seven years and it was like the highlight of my life it was some of the most fun I've ever had and I was like I will do this forever and then around year six or so I started to get really bored it started because I had transitioned to a vegan diet and so a lot of the coupons and freebies and things were for stuff with animal products so it, it wasn't resonating with me anymore because I wasn't using a lot of the stuff I was talking about and so it didn't make sense for me anymore to, to continue to do that when the excitement had died. So instead of talking about coupons and things like that, I started to talk a bit more about how to make money online because I was making money from that 
couponing blog at the time through ads and affiliate marketing and things like that. And so I started to talk about that and I got more and more questions on how else can I make money online and how did how have you done this for so many years? And, and then at some point, somebody recommended to me that I should be uh, a business coach. And I had no idea what that even meant. I didn't know what business coaching or coaching in general was. I started to research it and it, it did not take me long before I realized I need to pivot. And that's actually where I need to go. I need to be in coaching. I need to be teaching how to make money as opposed to how to save money, which is what I had been teaching for so long. And that's how I got into the coaching space. Wow. So when you did that, I have a couple of questions. First of all, did your audience come with you? Like how did that transition take place with your audience in terms of the marketing and then in terms of time? Well, with the audience, most of my audience did, didn't come come with me. There was a few that were like, yes, I want to do this. I want to learn how to make money online. And others were like, no, I just want to know how to save a couple hundred bucks a month on my grocery bill. And that's all they followed me for. So I would say 95% of my audience did not follow me. Mm. So when I came into the coaching space, I was essentially starting from scratch. I had pretty much nobody. But with the time, it was probably more of a time investment for me than the when I was in the couponing space because it was a whole new industry that I had never heard of in, in my life. I never heard of this industry before. I had to research everything about it. Whereas with like coupons and stuff like that, I, I had learned things along the way. So it was a lot of time. I, it was actually the first year to two years maybe of my business that I was working 16 eight to 18 hours a day like I pretty much would work and sleep and and that was it I did nothing else I was so invested like time-wise into learning as much as I I could as quickly as I could so it was a huge time commitment which I don't think is necessary for everyone to do that that's just the path that I chose gotcha gotcha so then in regards to the couponing I never thought about this before because I knew you you know had a very nice business with the couponing but did you also feel like you had to then work on your money mindset? Cause you went from like talking about saving money. Yeah. <laughs> it's a huge, it a huge <laughs> jump. The, the first coach I actually hired was a mindset and marketing coach. Oh. So I didn't with the mindset piece. I actually resisted that for a long time. I probably the first, cause we worked together for six months and I think it was around month four. I was finally like, okay, fine, let's talk about it. But I resisted it for so long thinking it was just, like nonsense. I'm like, I just need a to-do list. Just tell me what to do. I'll tick the boxes on my to-do list and I'll be rich making money with this new in this new industry. And then when I started to do the work and realized, okay, it's working, but I'm I'm not going to like go really big if I keep doing this over and over again. I was like, okay, maybe there is something to this mindset, mindset stuff. Then I started to have these conversations with her and, and things started to transpire so much faster for me at that point. Yeah, I feel that, and I'd love your point of view on this, I feel that there is a lot of resistance to coaching or resistance to mentoring out there. Um, yeah, and I love that you're open about sharing about that. So, yeah, yeah. it's so important. I, I'll always have mentorship in some capacity. It's somebody who's done something that you want to do. It's going to be so much faster to work with that person than to sit around and play on Google and try to figure it out yourself. Which it's possible you can build a still big a big still build a big business doing that, 
But for me, I want to go fast. I don't, I don't want it to take five years when it could take one year. So I'm going to pay someone to be in proximity, whether it's one-on-one or a mastermind or even a like, program or something. And I'm going to learn from somebody who's already done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I heard the word extender the other day. And I was like, gosh, that just really makes sense. Like when I look at my mentors that I have, I would say that each one is like an extender for me because I'm looking to um, emulate, I don't like the word copy, but you know, just kind of be like, okay, yeah, like I love her trajectory. I've mentioned that before um, about my mentors too. Like I love their trajectory and it's inspiring, it's motivational, it's all the things And so it just kind of becomes an extension. And I've found that people hire sometimes the wrong coaches or mentors based on like other extraordinary factors. And then that kind of puts them in this like crazy spin. So, yeah. Yeah, You've got to have the the person who like is where you want to be, but also you like that person because I could have hired a lot of mentors to teach me what I know, but I wouldn't, it wouldn't have happened because I don't like everybody. I don't resonate with everybody. I want to go with the person where I'm like, if I'm going to spend a lot of time with this person, I got to like them. So you've got to find your person that you genuinely enjoy being around and talking to. Yeah, absolutely. That kind of segues into one of my other questions. And this came to me yesterday and I'd love your opinion on this, but you know, there's the age old marketing tagline, no like, and trust. And I feel that in this new world with all these distractions and all this marketing and all these coaches, like, how do you manage that? Like, what would be your advice? Because obviously I'm I'm in your communities. I get your email blast. So I see how you sell. And I feel like you probably have like a different spin on that. Yeah. I was actually talking to a friend about this over the weekend. I said, I, I used to actually speak on the whole no like and trusting, like how important it is. But at this point, I actually don't think it's necessary. I think it can be helpful for sure, but I don't think it's necessary because I've had so many people find me and buy something from me within an hour of finding me. And they've told me this, within an hour of finding me on social media, they're like, I don't know what it is about you. I just like your vibe. So I signed up. Like and for like high ticket, like inner circle, like things that are not low price either. And so I don't think it's necessary for people to even know who you are to want to buy from you or to want to work with you. There's, there's a feeling, there's an energetic feeling to it as well for people. So I think that's really big, but the no like and trust factor is still important for some people. There's some people who buy just based on feeling and there's some people who buy based on information. And so they want to know who you are. They want to know what your experience is. They want to know the kind of results your other clients have had. Like they want to know all of this before they'll buy anything from you. So I think having both approaches can actually be the most valuable than just going one route or the other. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm totally with you. And that's why it's funny that you had that conversation with somebody else. It must just be bubbling in the air with it's exploding <laughs> with the new year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I feel is like, I've never focused on that in my business as like a focus point because I also feel that holds people back from selling because then they're like, you get caught up in this mindset of, well, they they have to know me that, you know, they have to like me and they have to trust me. And I'm like, no, just, just sell because you're absolutely correct. I have many times, hands down, been like, watched a video, done maybe a smidge of research or not even, and been like, I'm in, I'm in, I love this person. I'm going to try this course and and see what it is. And often then that kind of just builds from there. 
and uh, my story of how uh, how you resurfaced in my life. And I wrote that in my card to you after your book. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's crazy. And uh, I'll share that really quick. But I had found Cassie originally in March of 2022. You did a um, collaborative little coaching thing with, with Andrea, I believe, like in the airport or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's great. And um, I liked it. But what happened is I ended up joining a coaching and consulting company and um, pretty much like gave up on myself, like gave up on myself, got scared about money. i had had a great first quarter. Um, it was consulting thing work that just wasn't getting renewed, which is normal. I got scared. I joined this other group. I realized the business energetics were off. One of my behind the scenes mentors was like, you're going to either get fired or be let out of this contract. And it hasn't really materialized yet of what that path is going to be. She's a psychic. And I was like, okay. She's like, just stay, just stay cool. Just keep doing your thing. Just be quiet and like, don't cause any waves, you know, but I was fine with getting fired. And then literally within like a month, you reappeared in my world. I, I kind of like an email or something. I don't know. And I was like, 10, 10K in 10 days, like whatever, like I'm in. <laughs> and then after that, it was like one other program. And then I don't like to mess around. So then I was like, I'm in for an inner circle. And then that was like, that was it. And what I want people to know is I just really listen to my intuition. I follow my gut. I take action. I don't sit still. And what ended up happening was within a month's time, I kid you not, like you can actually mark it with my emails that I've received from starting with Cassie to when I was let out of the contract peacefully was within one month, I completely took action on every single thing Cassie said. I was like, like soaked up every video. I did the 16 hour days. Like you said, I studied like a monk and then, um, yeah, they didn't like that. I was like doing kind of my own thing online, which was not in violation of the contract. And they let me out. They're like, we need to part ways with you. I was like, Thank you. Thank you, Cassie. The craziest thing. And then I was like, okay, I believe in myself and I'm going to make my business work. Like this pivot from sales into online coaching is a longer road than I thought it was, but I need to keep going and believe in myself. And Cassie does a great job of doing that in terms of um, you being an example and then also teaching that too, that, you know, you have to consistently show up. And, and keep going so I, th I thank you for that thank you oh I didn't know it I didn't really know that I mean I knew bits and pieces of that from what you shared but I didn't know the full story so that's that's amazing you're welcome for helping me so much <laughs> <For helping laughs> it out yeah. of a really Incredible. big thing that I would have had to pay thousands of dollars to like exit so yeah it was just divine divinely guided and crazy how it all worked out there are no coincidences so so yeah so what do you see as like trends in this coming year, any like online trends that you feel um, have really kind of shifted from old paradigms to new paradigms that um, you can help our audience out there in general. I have a mix of business um, people, men and women. So pretty much the sky's the limit on that. Yeah, I think one of the big things that I've been seeing, and I started to see this a little bit in the end of last year, is people are really understanding now the value of long-term support. Mm -hmm. Instead of these quick little like, oh, I'll just do a month here, or I'll just do three months here. Like people are seeing, oh, okay, this actually 
requires long-term support, whether it's a mastermind or one-on-one, some type of proximity like that, having it long-term, like at least 12 months. I have some clients who have signed up at the end of last year for two years in advance. They're like, I want long, long long-term, not just one year. So it's like having that long-term knowing that you have your person or you have your space to go for however long it is and building and growing with that person or with that group, if it's like a mastermind and really scaling together over time, instead of just a little bit here, then a little bit here, then, okay, now I need to back off for a while. Okay. Now I'm going to go all in, like really just staying connected and staying plugged into someone so that they can point out your blind spots and support you even better, which they can't do if you're only working with them here and there or short little, you know, spurts here and there. So I think long-term people are coming into long-term. The other thing I've been noticing as well, which is kind of the opposite of that. So there's a little contradiction here, but I'm seeing both is people are doing these short-term launches. So short-term meaning like I don't need to plan for like six weeks and then launch for another month or two. Like, I have an idea, I'm going to announce it today, and I'm going to deliver it next week. Like I'm seeing a lot more of that, which is really like my favorite thing, because I have so many ideas, I like to go fast. And so I'm seeing a lot more of that. But I think the key with that, that people need to remember is that there, it still needs to be a valuable offer. It can't just be here's a random thing. And here's a random thing. And there's not really any, like thought put into it and into making sure that it's still a fantastic experience for people. So that's just one thing to to watch for, but having more of these like shorter launches and not needing all the bells and whistles of like a fancy sales page and, you know, professional branding or photos or anything like that. But it's just, here's my idea. I'm excited about it. If you want to do it with me, here's the link. Like a lot more of that is coming. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I appreciate you sharing that. And that is in complete alignment with how you have taught how to do like your launches. And I agree with that in terms of my own personal journey with like losing excitement. (laughs) And like when they're shorter, you're excited and then you kind of get going and get some momentum. And I've always um, been amazed at those coaches who just do like one big program a year and then that's it. And they promote it like forever. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how do you even like still be interested in your own stuff I don't know so that's the thing is like it it does work like that way works too but it's it doesn't work for everyone for for you and me like that doesn't work because we're going to get bored so we have more things and we sell more often but both both ways work and I do think having longer launches for bigger things makes sense like if you have a mastermind let's say you have like a year-long mastermind you're probably not going to promote that for a week. You're going to promote that over a longer period of time because it's probably going to be a higher price point. So things like that, or if you have an in-person event, for example, like you're probably going to do a bit longer of a launch for that. So there is a little bit of, you know, sway there. But I think for things like, you know, I'm going to do a masterclass or I'm going to do a short program. We don't need to have these big, long, drawn-out launches. But if you want to, you can. There's also no rules, and that's the best part. Right, right, right. And one other question kind of on that too, that is in conjunction with also how you teach is that, you know, there's not necessarily one size fits all for everyone, right? And you even address that in your book, CEO Diaries, and I'll put the link in the show notes. But also too, like when you have a smaller audience, it can be very challenging to kind of figure this out. So, and I feel that that is a huge reason why so many people quit 
right? Because they realize the road is longer with smaller audiences. So what advice would you have for someone out there that is in that bucket and they're like, oh, they're starting to wake up and realize that this is a little bit bigger of a journey and they really still want to keep going. Like, how would you um, help them with that? Yeah, I, the most important thing to remember is that it is a journey and it's not it's not going to be fast. And even though you'll see some people sharing celebrations of like, I just made, you know, 500,000 in five minutes, like you'll see things like this from time to time and be like, oh, okay, well, I'll just do what they do and then I'll have that. But that person has likely been building for years to get to that point. So it's like remembering this is a journey. It is long term. It is something you've got to be fully committed to. And then it's it really is just consistency with the most basic of things, your content, your sales, like your offers and selling those offers and visibility, making sure that people can see you so that they see your content and then your content leads to your offers but that you're selling. Like it's those three things. Like you just do those things every single day, day after day after day. It's repetition over time. And I know for some people are like, what's the magic pill? Like, what am I missing? I'm doing all the things. Like you've been doing all the things for three months. Like relax, you've got some time. Like, you know, there's, there's so, so many people that are trying to get this like instant gratification of, okay, I did all the things. Where's my reward? Where's my treat? Like, I checked all my boxes. But it's so much more than that. And it's consistency over the long, long term. For me, I didn't have my first million dollar year for like five years, six years. Like it took me a long time to get to that point. But then once I got to that point, it was two, I didn't even have a million dollar year. It was $2 million a year. And then I went right to 6 million. So it was like, it grows faster. But in the beginning, it takes longer and you've got to be committed. And this is why it's so important that you do it in a way that you really love. Because if you're not loving the way you're doing it, you won't be able to stay consistent. And if you can't stay consistent, it won't work. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That was brilliant. I love it. That's perfect. Okay. That was perfect. And just so people can like digest that, what Cassie just said, and in conjunction with the fact that she's speaking from a lens of having previous experience that was very successful in her old business, right? And it still took you like five years to get to that million dollar mark. And unfortunately with social media, we get all cut up. I I was there a couple of years ago. I was all caught up in the pop and balloons and um, really just understanding that it's, Exactly what Katsi just said, like doing the work over time and then and that maybe five years that you just have to like kind of keep on going. So, oh, it's amazing. Thank you. I have the chills. Thank you so much. Anything, anything else you want to share about in your programs? I know the one just kicked off today and we're recording this on Monday. So yeah. I'm in the million dollar year mastermind. Did I get that right? MDY? Yeah. Yeah. The mastermind is, I'm so happy that you're in. I'm so happy with it. We have so many incredible people in, in this round of the mastermind. It's one of my most popular masterminds. I've run it twice now. This is the third year that we're doing it. So I'm really, really excited. And, and we also have some really big things coming for the inner circle as uh, inner circle and millionaire musings that are, that are coming this year as well, which is very, very exciting. So it's going to be a good year. I felt it at the end of December. I was like, there's something about 2024 like this industry is going to just blow up in the best way, the best way. Yes. No, I love that. I love that. So I will put, as I mentioned in the beginning, Cassie's full bio. So definitely read it, connect with her. She's very active on Instagram and Facebook. So um, definitely connect with her. Her posts on Instagram are honestly the best. (laughs) So (laughs) it's just true. And that's just true. So see for yourself. 
and connect with her. And I'm just so grateful that you took the time with me today. I know you're very busy. So I appreciate that. Thank you. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. That's awesome. I'll see you in your group. Yes, I'll see you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody.